1: Welcome beautiful spirits. The phrase, when you get a lemon, make lemonade, kind of magically got implanted in my mind one day and I started thinking about it. So many times in our lives, in all different areas of our lives, things just don't go quite the way we want. It could be in our finances, our career, our love lives, our children, you name it. How do we react to what happens And how can we turn ourselves around so we can make lemonade from something that tastes bitter or sour in our lives? Today we'll cover how you feel when things seem to go wrong, taking the time to review the situation, learning and growing from the situation or person involved, 10 ways to make lemonade when things don't go as planned, a short meditation to find peace with a particular situation so you can move forward, a five-step plan to follow if you get stuck in the lemons, And then we'll wrap the whole thing up. Let's start with, how do you feel when things seem to go wrong? Whether you don't have enough money, you get laid off, have a breakup, or just take the wrong turn when you're driving somewhere, which makes you late, we all have moments that feel off, or we think we could have chosen more wisely. And some people would just say, it's wrong. It didn't go the way we wanted You probably react a little differently depending on how important the situation is that you feel went the wrong way. Do you get cranky, complain, criticize, or maybe blame other people? Or maybe you get depressed, angry, sad, worried, or just fearful. What do you feel when things are not going the way you like? And how long do you generally stay in that mood? While we're all human and we have a right to feel as we do, Do you like the feeling that you get when things go wrong? If you aren't sure how you react, though, pay attention the next time something goes a little off and not the way you intended. And then keep paying attention each time and see if you have a pattern in the way you react. And then ask yourself how everyone around you reacts to your words and actions. Do you want that to continue or do you want to make a change? If you take the time to review the situation, do you get stuck there? With what went wrong going around and around in your head, it makes total sense to want to avoid the same result in the future if you don't like a result. So reviewing the situation can be healthy. But get past blaming others for what you consider went wrong. Take the time if you need to to get out any anger, but try to do it when you're alone instead of blasting somebody. Write it down or jump up and down and have a good cry. Whatever feels right for you in order to let all of those emotions out without hurting someone else in the process. Pray, meditate, you know, do whatever works to let that part go of blaming other people or criticizing them. You can't do anything about other people anyway. So if you can get to the part of looking at how you could react or do something differently or how you could have handled a situation differently, then you're starting to see shifts that you can make. Learning whatever the lesson is and trying not to repeat it can make you have a a real sense of growth. But what if you could not only learn a lesson, but turn around the whole situation and make lemonade out of those bitter or sour lemons? That's what we'll be focusing on the most today. How can you learn and grow mentally, emotionally, emotionally, and or spiritually from what you consider a bad situation, or just something that went wrong. And that's a really good thing to do, obviously. But of course, this depends on you and how flexible and fluid you can be. If you're stuck with a specific outcome to a situation in your head, you're going to have more of a problem learning and growing. Edison failed over 1,000 times before he invented the light bulb. You probably heard about that. He kept the same goal, but he had to look at all different sorts of ways to get from here to there to his goal. Realizing that you need additional help, whether from another person or God specifically, is one way to grow. Learning that you can't do it all yourself, or that doing it right the first time may not be happening and that's okay, are all ways to learn and grow. You can grow mentally when you get new aha moments of how to do something differently, And these are generally more pragmatic things. So, for example, in traffic, you may learn that turning left instead of right at a stoplight is better at certain times of the day, even though both ways will ultimately get you where you want to go, because turning right will take you the long way, but at certain times of the day, there may be less traffic in that direction, so it takes less time. Or you may have made a horrible investment choice, and you need to learn not to put so much of your investment funds into one place or that you need a different financial advisor, or that you need to do a whole lot more research, maybe, before you invest. Having a long talk with your financial advisor about your goals and your level of risk tolerance can also be a great choice. And those are just two different types of mental growth and learning the kind of things that you can learn. If you're looking at your emotions, let's look at the same two examples. In traffic, you might normally get frustrated, that's my usually go-to, worried, angry, or maybe you're just really tense if you know you're stuck or you went the wrong way and you'll be late either to work or an important appointment. But if you can find peace instead, when you start getting tense, you'll have learned a huge emotional lesson. But then, how do you do that? Well, some folks use music to calm down, whether they have an app, a station they like, or they just sing out loud. Some use distraction to release the tension they might be feeling. They may listen to a podcast or call a friend when they're stuck, or maybe practice a presentation or a speech they have to give. Some even daydream, or maybe write a book in their head. Usually with investment choices, we have a lot of fear about losing money. People have been known to kill themselves over money due to depression and anxiety. And with this particular scenario, finding peace may be a little harder to get through because it gets us in our survival instinct. Growing mentally and shifting our mindset, and then taking steps to change the situation, can help us to find peace. But sometimes we need to deal with our emotions first. Breathing through any emotions that are major, maybe that there isn't enough money to go around, or you'll end up homeless, those fears can be tough, especially when we get stuck in the fear But breathing through them and making a purposeful effort to shift that fear or other anxiety you have is really big for you. I've had one root canal, thank God, so far. And I was so anxious and tense when I went to the dentist, I thought I was going to cry. I mean, I learned a huge lesson that day because when they gave me that laughing gas, I literally felt all the anxiety slide down my body and out my toes. I felt calm and the root canal idea didn't scare me at all anymore. It showed me that all the feelings that I had are products of our minds, that they are only as real as we let them be. And we can choose to feel a different way most of the times. Sometimes it's harder than others because some issues are bigger than others, and we're only human. But that was a huge lesson for me that day. Just know that you too can have an aha moment and learn to shift your feelings when you need to and make that lemonade. What about spiritual growth in those two scenarios? In the traffic scenario, perhaps you use visualization, focusing on seeing the traffic moving faster or everything working out in divine timing. Even if you're late, the person you're meeting are also running late. You can visualize that whole scenario if you want. You can concentrate on divine order, knowing there's a reason for you to be in a situation so you don't have to worry so much. And some people pray. You can meditate too, as long as obviously in this particular scenario you don't close your eyes while you're driving, but you can definitely focus on your breath to relax more. And then in the financial scenario, praying can definitely help calm you down. Coming to the spiritual realization that you deserve abundance and prosperity is a huge spiritual lesson. And knowing That there is enough to go around or that you aren't depriving other people by having an abundance is a spiritual lesson we all need. Visualizing what you truly want in detail as related to our finances is not something people do much. Sometimes you think about one thing you want. Like if I had all that money, I'd buy a car or a specific car, or you'd buy a specific house in a specific neighborhood, but you don't go into real detail. And that can be fun. And it really does help the ball start rolling in the right direction when you imagine having an abundance of money and what you might do with it. And anything you see as lemons, focus on everything working out for the best and stay open to those new ways of seeing the problem, new opportunities that come from it, and ways to adjust the goal or outcome that you're heading for. You can learn and grow in every situation that goes wrong. Learning to shift your perspective can make that lemonade almost immediately And shifting your perspective also releases what's holding you back. And it opens you up to new possibilities and avenues for change if you need to go there. The next thing I want to do, it's time for those 10 ways to make lemonade when things don't go as planned. These aren't necessarily in any kind of order. They're just 10 different things you can do. And the first one is don't run away when things aren't going right. Remember Edison and those 1,000 or more, obviously, tries at making a light bulb. He needed all those before it worked. And then keep trying at what you want. But maybe find a different way to approach the situation the way that he did. He didn't keep trying the same exact filament to make a light bulb work. He had to do different maybe widths or thicknesses and figure out how to hold it inside the light bulb to make it work. The second thing you can do is to use gratitude for the things that are working. Focus on the good stuff. It's more fun anyway. It'll bring more to you to be grateful for. If you remember the law of attraction, that which you focus on, you create more and you attract more of the same thing to yourself. So gratitude is a really good thing to focus on. Now be flexible and fluid in your thought process too. Stay open to those new ideas that might come to you from wherever they come from. I constantly mention in my episodes that if you might hear something on TV or a friend might say something... And you might not even mention the problem to them. You might hear a song title or bits from a song on some TV show or something that you go, oh, wait, that's my answer. That's really weird. It came that way, but that's my answer. So make sure that your attention is on what's happening around you. Don't ignore it in case your thought process needs a little extra help. And that's the way it can come in. The next one is to look at what's happening and just acknowledge the reality. Even if you feel it's wrong and you don't like the situation, don't hide from it. When you acknowledge it, the reality tends to settle a bit. You get calmer and new ways of thinking can form because resisting something is not going to be helpful for you. The fifth one is to allow yourself to be less rigid in the way that something has to come true, not just in general, but try to let go of your expectations for the outcome. If you want to find love, Don't be stuck on one way of meeting them. Try different ways. So don't be stuck in that rigid, this must happen. This is the way I expect to happen. Allow yourself to say, oh, we're something better. An easier way, maybe. Or a way I learn other lessons is fine, as long as I get in that general direction of what I want. And of course, you can always reevaluate what happened or is happening and learn a lesson from the reality. What went wrong? But what went right? Can you maybe tweak something you did and get a different outcome? Again, I say look for those aha moments that move you into a better place. Those can change your world. You can also go for a walk and get out in nature. It really does help find peace. It may not make the lemonade, but it helps you find the peace so that then you can go ahead and move forward and find new ways of being in that circumstance or that situation. And one step further from reevaluating what actually happened is to take some time to reevaluate your goals. Maybe what you need is a little or a lot different than your original goals that hit snags. The results could end up being a whole lot better, even if they are different than what you think you originally wanted. The ninth thing is to meditate or meditate more often and ask for that guidance. And really listen, both during and after the meditation. Being open to guidance and then following it, uh uh-huh, don't just hear it, follow it. It can bring a whole new world of possibilities and outcomes you may not have even thought of. Listening after you ask is important. And the last thing is to find a new perspective to how you approach that situation. Look at it from a third-party perspective, if you can, and see maybe new and more empowering ways to talk to someone or to deal with the circumstance that isn't working. Talking to a friend or a spouse or someone else that you trust, if you can't get the third party's perspective by yourself, that can also help you look at something from a real different perspective than where you were originally. Each circumstance for each person is different. So being specific about how to change a situation into lemonade is hard to do here. I have to be more general rather than focus on specifics about a job, a relationship, or a financial situation. But if you want to hire a life coach to help you move through things, I and most life coaches can help you address each aspect of your life that you need help on. You don't need to be so specific when you're working one-on-one. And now I just want you to close your eyes, if you can, for a brief guided meditation. I want you to think about one situation that went wrong or at least took a left turn instead of a right and it still bothers you. Keep that in mind as we go through this because you're going to be using it. Let's do a quick way to get into a meditation. If you're sitting down and your eyes are shut, start with tightening up every muscle you possibly can, including, I would say your mind, but you know your head, scrunch everything up really, really tight, every single part of your body hold it just for a moment, and then let it go. And we're going to do this two more times, tightening up every single muscle in your nose, in your cheeks, in your face, as well as your chest and your fists and your feet, holding it and then letting it go. And then one last time to tighten everything up really, 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 really tight, and then let it go. And with letting it go, All those particular worries should go to. I want you to see an escalator in front of you. Those moving stairs going up. And allow yourself to get on it. And I want you to stay on it as it goes up and up and up. Getting a second or third story perspective on what's happening. So get off at the top. And then move a few steps away from the top of the escalator and look down on the situation that you thought of from this different perspective. When you look down on the situation, include the feelings you had or still have about the situation, the people involved, how you felt about it, what exactly it looked like. See it surrounded by light and then notice that there are some dark parts that look a little off to you the parts that didn't work, whether it's just a big ball of light and you see dark spots on it or whether you see the actual situation still clearly and part of it looks darker than others, I want you to infuse those dark parts with a bright light and see the darkness fall away. And as you start to do that and you see those dark parts fall away, allow answers to come to you. Maybe they include the words why you did something or how you can do it differently, what to do. Don't struggle or think overly hard. Just allow the answers to come, whether now or afterwards, whether internally or from a friend or other mode that comes from externally. See the whole situation being raised up and shifting to the best place for you. Allow peace to flood into your being, and a knowingness that your highest and best is happening right now. And breathe for a moment, and imagine that all happening. And then I want you to get back on the escalator, take a few steps back towards it, and get on the down escalator, coming back, down, and down, And landing back into your physical body, filling your fingers and your toes, wiggling them a little bit, and you're wide awake, wide awake, wide awake. Gotta Get that subconscious mind back in gear again. Get it all connected, the conscious and the subconscious. And now I want you to think about the situation when you get all the way back into your body and see how it feels. How do you feel, and how does that situation feel to you? You may notice later that some ideas on maybe something you could have done differently or lessons that you need to learn may come to you from different places. And whether it's just an aha inside your head or externally, be aware that the answers can come from all different directions. Next, I want to share my five-step plan on how to make lemonade out of lemons. Now, you can apply it to any circumstance or situation that you need to. It will be tweaked a bit for people versus situations, but it'll be pretty obvious what you want to do. I know when I start crafting and making different crafts, I might make a mistake on whatever I'm making. I stop and look at what I've done and what was supposed to happen and what it was supposed to look like. I look to see if I can revise something I did like take it apart or substitute a tool or an ingredient to make it look like the pattern that I was supposed to have been doing. But ultimately, I look to see if I can't try to make it better, to make lemonade. And that's what these five steps are based on. First, acknowledge where you are and what happened. For me, it's like, oh, phooey. I was making something and it didn't look right. I obviously messed it up. Don't hide from the reality of what happened. You don't have to love it, but allow it to be whatever it is without resisting it too much. And that old saying, that which you resist persists, yeah, it is right on. So just allow it to be, no matter how horrible it may be, and don't judge yourself at that point. Just look at it. And then next, number two, take some time to let go of any emotions that are blocking you from moving forward. Whether it's a feeling of failure, depression, anger, or if you blame other people, take the time you need to work through those and let them go. It's hard to move forward if you get stuck in the negative, and you definitely can't if you're blaming or criticizing others for the situation. Lean towards peace and joy and love so you can raise your vibration. And we can't control other people anyway or what they do, so take whatever time you need. To work through these feelings. You're human and you may need more time than other people and that's okay. And then moving on to the third step is after you see how you're feeling, forgive yourself if you think you've failed or done something wrong. Even if you think you don't need to do this step, take a stab at it anyway. Lots of times the need for forgiveness is really important but we don't even want to admit that we blame ourselves or we take any responsibility whatsoever. And this is also the time to forgive anyone else you might blame if you didn't do it in the step before, in the second step. After you do that, you've looked at your emotions, you've let them go so that they're not super strong in you, and maybe you're blaming yourself and judging yourself for being a failure or a loser or whatever, if something went wrong, and then you forgive yourself for judging yourself or you forgive yourself for making it go wrong, if you think it was your fault, or blaming someone else, you have to forgive them. Number four, that step is then you can evaluate the situation after you're back into your more mindful self instead of into the emotional self. Look at where it went wrong. Where did it go right? And what kind of lesson can you learn from this? Shift your perspective if you can, and then look for an aha moment. Or you either learn something mentally and can make a decision on what's the next step. Did you realize maybe that you overreacted and your emotions gummed up the whole works? As I think my mom used to say that. Or maybe you realized that you didn't have trust that things would work out for the best spiritually. And you need to revisit that portion of what happened. What is it? Just evaluate the good and the bad and the indifferent and what happened. And the last step before you try again is to totally reevaluate your goals and what you want. Has that changed a little or a lot? Or maybe instead of a goal, I can talk about expectations. This is how I wanted the situation to go. It wasn't really a goal, but I thought that this was going to happen and it didn't. If the goal or the situation didn't go the way you wanted to do, then be flexible. As you approach the situation, again, if you want that goal or that situation to be the way you want it to be, but be willing to bend when you need and change the way you approach the situation and rethink what's happening. Realize that something better may come along and you might want to be open to that. It's great to be open to that because we honestly don't know what's best for ourselves. But if what you want has changed, the expectations you want to change or the goal you want to change change. Do you need to tweak the goals or change them totally? It's okay, whatever you want to do, but be honest with yourself. Instead of forcing the situation to stay the same old lemon, can you shift what you do, think, or say and have new possibilities open up? And that's when you can make that lemonade. Now these five steps should be done in sequence and can help get you through circumstances where you know things just aren't going right for you. You've made that judgment and you want to make changes so that things are working better for you. Or you want to move through the future times that seem like lemons more gracefully. So you want to make sure you get back into that practice. And how can I do that? Today, we've covered a lot of ground looking for taking situations that seem like lemons and making lemonade. We've looked at how you feel when things seem to go wrong, taking the time to review the situation learning and growing from the situations or person involved, 10 ways to make lemonade when things don't go as planned, a short meditation to help you find peace with a particular situation, and a five-step plan to follow if you get stuck in the lemons. There are so many times in our lives, in all different areas of our lives, that things just don't quite go the way we want and we're disappointed. We're angry or depressed. The circumstances or our relationships may feel off are just wrong to us, and we wonder what happened or how we can change what's going on. You can't make lemons into lemonade if you do and think the same thing every single time you get into a situation. The situation or relationship will remain a lemon, I'm sorry to say. If you can raise your vibration with peace, with hope, or gratitude, and see the situation from a higher perspective New ideas and possibilities can open up a whole new way of doing things, and new results will follow because of it. Our reality can be so much more joyful if we can find a way to work through those times and make lemonade. And while you're doing that, remember to be kind to yourself in the process. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive, spiritual, or life or business coaching with me or Mark Honick's multidimensional energy, please check out my website at connecttojoy.com. That's connect the number two joy.com, and follow me on Instagram also at connecttojoy. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment when you need it, and make lemonade out of lemons. Take one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there. And find your joy. Because you deserve it.
0: Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.